0: On today's episode of the mid-twenties, I'm doing a cold open with no notes. Just finished watching that absolute mockery of a football game between the New Orleans Saints and the Houston heartbreaks. Oh, sorry, Houston Texans. (sighs) Why do we even watch football? What the hell? What is the point of watching sports? Why couldn't I have been interested in something that wouldn't break my heart as a child? Why am I so passionate about these stupid, freaking... Yeah, You know what? It's all good. I'm going to take up uh, scrapbooking. At least that won't break my heart. We dive into week one action on today's episode. We talk about our rapid reactions and offer a little bit of a glimpse into the future. We recorded this before Monday Night Football began. And uh, even though I predicted a Texan's loss, it's still crazy to me that these sons of bitches still find a new way to break my freaking heart. All right, let's dive in.
1: Now when the sun come, Welcome back. We have been morning, unfortunately on an, I'd say, an involuntary hiatus. How are you doing over there, Jesse? You know, man, I'm uh, surviving, not thriving.
0: It's uh, it's been a it's been a couple of days. It's been a couple of pretty solid days in the Jesse Bracken camp.
1: Well, on the heels of my fun trip to Chicago, where I got to watch John Legend live. I got to watch the cast of Hamilton live. I got to listen to Brene Brown speak and Common rapped for us. Uh, I can't imagine how you're having a bad day. Or week, I guess, actually.
0: It's stringing a couple of bad days together. I got to be honest.
1: And I'm not going to complain too much, you know. Well, how about... No, I think you should. How about we just give you... I'll, I'll set a timer. Four minutes. Okay. You can say as much as you want about uh, the past... You just past four days. If I'm getting too
0: preachy or too bitchy, you just keep me in check. That's the that's the agreement, okay? All right. The timer's is four gonna minutes. start right now. So, as you all know, I am a 25 year old without a college degree. I started classes again, and I'll, I'll say this: I do love all my classes. I enjoy college. It's it's fun to be back, and this being my last semester. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, and I really do appreciate that, and I can respect that. But at the same time, I'm seeing all of these people going on with their lives, and I'm surrounded by kids who are a little bit younger than me, which isn't a huge deal. Like, you know, it's to be expected. So anyway, that kind of explains my state of mind. A little melancholy, but not bad. Um, You go to Chicago on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday morning, you drop me off. I take your car because your car is much nicer than mine.
1: And you make some comment. I remember I said, you can feel free to borrow my car. I know your window's a little messed up right now. So fast forward to Friday. Well, real quick, you said, no, I don't need your car. You did not borrow yeah. it is what you were going to say.
0: I try to be a little mechanic and fix my car window, take the panel off, have it completely stripped to the bones, at least in my eyes. And I get to a point where I'm just looking at it and it's not making sense to me. I am not very technically technically advanced. I'm not handy like some people. I wish I was, I'm very borderline, very mediocre when it comes to stuff like that, so I'm gonna go play disc golf, my car is, you know, in a state of disrepair, and instead of snapping everything back together, I decide to take your car, I'm driving along, going to the activity that makes me among the happiest I can be, disc golf, and I'm on 35, a semi-truck three cars ahead of me slams on the brakes the car behind him slams on the brakes the car in front of me slams on the brakes I slam on the brakes but not in time I rear end him sit there for a good 10 seconds just staring straight ahead pull off to the side exchange information and it's all good because his car is fine Barely even a scratch. Whose car? Uh, the other car.
1: Okay, yeah, not his, not as in me,
0: not as in Andrew, not as in you, my friend. I don't really look at your car until I get back, because we, you know, we're, we're convening in front mm. of his car, as you will. I take a look at your car, and it is not in a good way. It is. The bumper is hanging. The hood is crushed. I look back at his car, look at your car, and I say to myself, how the hell did this happen? Your car is in shambles. There's stuff hanging off of it. And I just stare. Get back in your car. And I got to be honest, I slammed my fist against your center console. But to be fair, it's not the worst damage that your car (laughs) incurred that day. And I drive around for about 15 minutes just contemplating life. I'm pissed off. You know, stuff like this happens, and I'm a little, you know, agitated. If you've ever been in a car accident, you know, like, your adrenaline's kind of running high. And I decide, you know, I'm going to call Andrew. I'm stressed out, obviously, because I just damaged my buddy's car. And I need to inform Andrew. Like, that's the next logical step. So, I call you, and I hear freaking John Legend in the background. You're like, what's up, dude? I'm in a free John Legend concert. What's going on? Can I call you back? And I say, er, yeah, sure. That's perfectly fine. Andrew just flashed the timer. I haven't even got through the first part of the story. I'm going to keep going, though. Just
1: hurry it up. (laughs) (laughs) So, you don't call me back for a couple of hours, obviously. One and a half hours. Okay. I forgot, to be honest. We only
0: only performed three songs. You were watching John Legend. It's fine. You're having a, a hell of a
1: time. You call me back. You're like, what's up, buddy? I tell you. Well, no, I remember you didn't even directly tell me because you said, have you had anything to drink tonight? Because I probably did sound like it. Yeah, we were out and having fun. I was like, I've had a few. And you said, well, that that's probably best. I got to tell you something.
0: <laughs> I tell Andrew you're
1: expecting the worst.
0: And he's perfectly fine. He's like, you know, man, shit happens. That's life. Not a huge deal. We'll figure it out. Little sigh of relief. I when I During this break, I guess, break in between our first conversation, our second conversation. I just sat on our patio, staring straight ahead for a couple of hours, hour and a half, according to Andrew. And, uh, yeah, we got that figured out, though. You know, where it's, we fought, we drove it into service repair today, or whatever it is. Is it service kings? Service kings. Service king, yeah. So that's taking care of, got him a rental, bada bing, bada boom. We're all good. But since then, it seems like everything in my life is just falling apart i won't get into the details because some of them are a little embarrassing but uh suffice to say i made a ass of myself professionally and educationally because one of my professors absolutely ripped me to shreds today so i'm not feeling great but but i knew that there was football tonight and i was walking back to my car today and i told you the story I go to where I thought I parked it. My car's not there. <laughs> I walk around for about 10 minutes, nothing. I notice a sign that says violators will be towed to certain business entity that I've actually been towed to three separate times. Shout out to in Texas and the university of North Texas. So I called them and I say, have y'all picked up a Hyundai Sonata 2014 today? And she said, yeah, we just got one a couple hours ago. So I just sit there kind of staring on my phone. Ask her, you know, about the details and whatnot. She's like, wait, what color was it? I said, black. She like flipped some paper. She's like, no, 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 the one we got was white. I walk 100 yards to my left, down a block. There's my car. That was the bright spot of my day. <laughs> Not having my car towed was the bright spot of my day. I know I went over eight minutes, but I'm I'm done. Like I'm over eight minutes. I gave you four. i am I'm over it. It's spoken into the universe. You know what's? You know what's okay though? That makes this situation all okay? We're on iTunes now. We're on iTunes. Football is back. Things are looking up millhouse.
1: After a after a pretty short but interesting trademark debate, we are not trademark, sorry, copyright debate. Copyright strike. This guy with three three pods and like six subscribers, which to his credit right now is more than us on iTunes. Uh, because we just started this. But this guy with, with three pods and, and like six subscribers was like, nah, this is the same. This is what I'm doing. But I'll, you know, I won't get into the details you about You know why what you I-
0: need to file a
1: copyright strike?
0: I think a thousand subscribers, right? A copyright in the first place. <laughs> this dude did not copyright his podcast. So Apple was just like, uh. Well, neither have guy. we.
1: So please don't steal it. But the thing is,
0: we've been producing content longer than he has. So haha on you. But I I'm all here for like a blood rival with this dude. I'm I'm here for it. You slide into my DMs and I will do absolutely nothing. But, you know, we can have a flame war over the airwaves of Apple Podcasts. It's okay.
1: He's smoking pot on his show, so he probably doesn't care at all about this. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah, I remember that we listened to one episode and he's like, oh, are you ripping a bong over there? And he was oh, like, that's oh, right. yeah.
0: right. As an anti-cannabis podcast, I do not condone that oh, I, I wouldn't go
1: that far. I'm not going to do it on this podcast, though. <laughs> okay,
0: Ooh, We're going to have to edit that out.
1: Football's back. Football is back. Football is back. And we might be a little bit late, but these uh, week one games were a lot of bloodbaths. Dude, We pro- so we promised to
0: our listeners out there, we promised a preview. But life happened. Life happens. And we're here now. We're going to talk about a little week one action. What happened. And then while you're listening to this... I would imagine that the Saints have already played the Texans, and we're going to do a little time traveling. I'm I'm saying Saints 38, Texans 24. I believe in nothing. Our hometown boys are going to let us down. Life is meaningless in a pit of despair.
1: I think you guys Sports have a better pointless. chance than you think. Um, that's actually – I think I put that in there somewhere to talk about in a little bit, but uh, we're going to watch them. They kick off at this – like at this moment, they kick off in 45 minutes. So – I don't think that you have as much to be worried about as you feel like you do. Although Saints are gonna be playing with a chip on their shoulder this year after the non-call controversy and they actually got a rule instated because of that controversy. They might they might be coming out guns blazing, but you guys have you guys have DeAndre Hopkins. Those Cajuns play a little differently in the dome as well. That team is a Beast. Oh, are you, y'all are at the Saints. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys, you, you might have that been score Stadium, right. It just hits differently there, man. What's the line tonight? I think six I think and a half. In six and a Saints. half. Saints. Yeah. So,
0: okay, week one, relatively in the books, but the storylines. It's crazy how much good content there is and how many captivating narratives there are when football comes around. And I'm sure you experience this when the NBA season starts.
1: Oh yeah. But this being my first year out of retail, I feel like I can really get more into football. And these storylines, there's not a ton of them, but they have been explosive. However, now that I have your attention, we're going to do a little bait and switch, and we're going to talk about
0: the Astros for the next hour and a half. No, no. Back in 1962. (laughs) Just kidding, obviously. But okay, most captivating storylines. Let's start with something that resonates with my co-host, Andrew. Ezekiel Elliott got paid. They backed the Brinkstrup all the way up. Jerry Jones the highest paid now, right? Laid it down. Yeah, man. Six
1: years, $90 ninety million, fifteen million a year, and fifty guaranteed.
0: He's back. And the Cowboys are a wagon. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that team, and I, I'm not a Cowboys fan. We watched the game. We'll get into it a little bit later. But give me your thoughts about Ezekiel Elliott and well, that contract.
1: I don't know that I can get behind paying fifteen million a year for a running back, much less one with a septum piercing. But he is on another level, most games last night. Not not necessarily because he's you know he's he didn't work out all, or he did work out, but he didn't work out with the team all summer. He didn't practice with the practice squad. He didn't do all of that. So I think he was actually on a snap count. He only had thirteen rushes last night, but those thirteen rushes looked good. He looks good. Just needs to get more meshed with the team. Uh, my only real worry about it is is how you know how does Dak feel? How does how does everyone feel that? he was in Cabo or was it was a Cabo? Cabo. He's in Cabo all summer working out granted but also mm-hmm. probably not working out on some days and and then just comes back joins the team day one. I'm sure there's some
0: ill will and a little bit of resentment there but results speak for themselves. Yesterday was an absolute ass kicking from the Cowboys playing the New York Giants. <laughs> but yeah. my thinking is and I honestly had not seen any of the workout hype videos or any pictures of Zeke during the off season. Dude looked good.
1: Oh yeah. I saw one video of, of him working out in Cabo, but I think what you pointed out yesterday when we were watching it was he looks leaner. He does. Like he doesn't look like he got like, like he lost muscle. He just, he looks a lot leaner this year, I think. And I think that's going to be really good for us. Once he gets back into the swing of things and used to practice and all that stuff he's he is looking good. I don't know if he's 15 million a year good, but he's looking great. So
0: you know, I've gone on record saying that I'm not the biggest fan of paying running backs because they're a dime a dozen. I mean, Zeke is obviously a talent, and he's probably a top three guy. But on the flip side of this, you have another running back, Melvin Gordon, who decided to do decided to do the exact same thing. and then meanwhile, San or San Diego goes out last night and looks fantastic without Melvin Gordon. So you have sort of like the Tale of Two Cities with Ezekiel Elliott who decided, you know what, I'm going to value myself more than what the Cowboys are putting into me. And then Melvin Gordon takes a page out of his book. The only issue is Melvin Gordon's maybe a top 10 guy. I was going to say he's not even a top 10 guy. So that's got to suck. And if you're Melvin Gordon, you're sitting on the couch watching the game, I'm assuming you're watching, are you cheering for your team to suck? He's got got to. I mean, just like
1: Le'Veon Bell last year had to have been a little bit upset that, the Steelers really didn't miss him that much. I didn't feel like the Steelers uh, missed him
0: last night. Yeah,
1: I have. I only have one friend that's a Chargers fan, James uh, Simmons. Uh, he's he's a super Chargers fan. I don't really know why he's not from there as far as I know. Um, but, you know, go you you picked the team. That's awesome. But he pointed out he was like, maybe Melvin, you should have taken the offer that we already gave you, which I believe was between eight and a half and 10 million a year. And he didn't take it. He might get paid that in the off season, maybe, but I don't even know if he will. Cause he I don't even think he's top 10. So the problem with paying running backs is they're prone to injury.
0: And you know, unless you have a guy like we saw two of them yesterday in the Cowboys giants game, unless you have a guy like Saquon, or Zeke. God, Saquon looked he, good last he night, looks dude. Really good. He just was. He ripped off. I think around. it was a. I think he ripped 72 off like a. Yard, like first. First. His first touch of the game it was like seventy-two yards. Uh. He looks good. But you have guys like that, and then you have to. There's just tears to it. You know, it's like any position group in the NFL. There's going to be some guys who deserve these big contracts, and there's other guys who probably will get paid. Maybe should get paid. But are they worth as much as those top three guys? Probably not, especially running backs. So Gordon probably cost himself a little bit of money, especially because San Diego went out last night and just laid the wood. So
1: I really just think like I, I don't, I I don't know if he took like, um, like the example of Zeke Elliott and thought like, oh, I'm as good as Zeke Elliott. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit out. I'm gonna hold out for this bigger contract. But he's just not <laughs> he's not as good that's just a fact yeah, it's just I think, crazy I think I
0: think he saw I, th- I think he saw what Zeke was doing and said that you know if he's not going to put his body on the line for you know pennies on the dollar compared to what Zeke's making now maybe I'm going to take a page out of his book like I said but I don't know I think it was a, a misplay by Gordon because again you know he's he's good he's I just, not
1: great I think I think I don't remember where I heard this but I think it's the equivalent of J.R. Smith seeing that lebron james gets paid all this money so he's Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm not gonna play because we're we're both great players and i'm gonna sit out and i'm gonna get paid and and he would just get cut from the team as he did meanwhile insects
0: are just like laughing yeah i mean in his face
1: he's just got a melvin has a higher opinion of it. he's a good back no get me wrong i'd like i'd like to have him on my team on a reasonable contract well not not the cowboys because i have zeke but He's just not that, that way. Biggest storyline
0: of the weekend. And honestly, it's just been blowing up social media for the last couple of weeks. Antonio Brown. It
1: blew away Zeke and Melvin like crazy. Cause... <laughs> what an
0: absolute dumpster fire that situation has been.
1: Well, the, the most interesting thing is uh, I don't, like I could not quite keep up with it all while I was in Chicago with what was happening because I was busy most of the day. But when I got back, the biggest story that I've seen is that I'm pretty positive that Bill Belichick and the Patriots were working with Antonio Brown since March. Wait, wait, wait. Bill Belichick in the New England Patriots cheating to get a leg up on the competition? How dare you, sir? How dare you throw around that accusation? I mean, it's just, there's no way that they didn't plan this. He asked for the release, and within, I think, six hours signed his 15 million dollar deal with them dude
0: as excited as we can be about you know some of these results that we're gonna get into bill belichick's playing chess everyone else is playing checkers he's so ahead of the curve when it comes to this kind of stuff and i there's no way there wasn't tampering there's zero chance so my understanding of the situation and again it's very hard to keep up but you get a push notification or you start reading about it on friday and it seems like Antonio Brown is coming to play for the Raiders. You know he's been he's had the helmet issue, but he's gonna be a raider. He wants to be a raider. He recorded that conversation with John Gruden. Which
1: is illegal, I believe.
0: In California, you have it's you have to have two two way consent or acknowledge that you're recording a phone call. So, you know, not a great look there. But, you know, water under the bridge. Antonio Brown's gonna be a raider.
1: The next morning,
0: Schefterbaum. Antonio Brown demands a release. Five With his minutes later,
1: Instagram letter. Uh-huh,
0: yeah, he's released. And the video—I don't know if you've seen this—they have a cameraman on him as he's finding out that he's being released, and the dude is celebrating like it's the freaking Fourth of July or he just won the lottery. Which I guess, if you're Antonio
1: Brown going from Derek Carr to Tom Brady, technically, you know that's that's a bit of an upgrade. And not even just Tom Brady. The supporting cast they have. You know Amendola and not Amendola. Sorry, um, Edelman. Edelman and all those. And all those. Gordon, G- Josh Gordon. You know Sony Michelle. Uh,
0: there's some good. There's some good players there. Uh, uh, Sony Mitchell.
1: Uh, huh? Is it not Sony Mitchell? It's Michelle. I've been pronouncing that wrong. Plus
0: Gronk is going to come back. No, I, he's you not. Know, He you looks bet. terrible. He looks skinny. He looks he looks a little dainty. But he's coming back. He's not retired. There's no there's no freaking way. But the fact, if you are a football fan. And you think that Bill Belichick did not break a single rule to acquire Antonio Brown? You're just naive. The fact that Tom Brady, as a 42 year old man, 42, yeah, has Josh Gordon on one side and now Antonio Brown on another side, with Julian Edelman sneaking across the middle on any given play, it just further proves that life is unfair,
1: because that is absolute and utter horseshit well that's the story of tom brady's career he can throw a 10-yard pass but he gets everything else handed out but i'm not going to get into that right now because we will argue for the entire rest of the podcast but Uh, those are
0: your intriguing storylines going into week one we're going to take a quick break and we're going to actually look at some of the action from uh last night and we'll be right back well now that we're on itunes and apple podcasts if you like what you hear please subscribe download review and tell your friends about it and if you don't my email is in the description we would love to hear any and all feedback and criticism as long as it's not too mean and unpleasant because that would hurt our feelings all right now back to the
1: program all right let's look at some of the games that have happened so far i couldn't i couldn't possibly bring myself to go over some of these like We're going to talk about Ravens-Dolphins for 10 seconds, probably, because what's the point? Uh, But we can even just go in order. Let's do it. Honestly, because I had the fortune of being in Chicago for the first game, not at the game, unfortunately, but in Chicago for the Packers-Bears game, which I loved because I was in a pizza place that we, we just wanted to go get some deep dish, be generic little Chicago tourists. Uh, and there's just all these fans yelling like, we're the bears, like all this stuff. And then I think it was, it was interesting to watch the slow turn against this completely inept Mitch Trubisky. I mean, <laughs> it was terrible. I mean... I've been looking forward to
0: football for quite a bit of time, and that's what the NFL had to offer. I mean, that was such a boring Thursday night game. It was terrible. It, it was awful. Just,
1: it was, all these people were really drunk, yelling about how refs were giving the game away to the Packers, and I was like, man, your quarterback is giving this game away to the Packers. Mitch Trubisky is hot garbage, but that team is
0: a decent quarterback away from actually competing. Well, they have a defense.
1: Yeah. They held the Packers to 10. That dude. They held the Packers to 10 points. They looked pretty good on defense. In my opinion, I watched most of the game at that bar, but my God, he wasn't even seeing wide open receivers. Anytime you're holding Aaron Rodgers to 10 points, you would imagine that'd be a victory. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I would think that any team that's going to hold him to 10 points – like there's not many that can do that would definitely win that game they score more than 10 points not the bears though oh my goodness to get one field goal out of all of that when you're hosting the 100th anniversary of the nfl's first game that's just got to be embarrassing atrocious but there was a bright side You had a
0: slew of very enticing storylines entering NFL Sunday. And, you know, the Thursday night's a nice little appetizer. It's like an order of chips and queso or fried pickles. You know, it it wets the beak a little bit. You say, football's back. And you're introduced to the entree. The (laughs) Cleveland Browns versus the Tennessee Titans.
1: What a freaking letdown that game was oh my goodness well it didn't look so bad in the first half like yes they, neither team really looked great in the first half and I think this 43 to 13 is really uh the Browns just giving up after not having a very successful first half but they have so much talent it's like they just haven't been together long enough I think we told the enterprise real guy I think that he's going I think they're still going to make the playoffs I think they're still a 9-7 and seven team, but not if they're going to keep playing like that against a team like uh, such a well-put-together team like the Titans. Like, what is that? I didn't really understand the hype
0: coming into the season. You know, I think Baker Mayfield is really fun to watch, and he's a great quarterback, but he's in his second year. You have a guy who's a little volatile and explosive like OBJ. You have a new running back. I mean, Nick Chubb, he, he looked good, but he was the there's only so one. many moving parts and new pieces that really haven't meshed yet. And they will probably be good. But this Sunday they got their asses stomped by Tennessee.
1: That was shocking to me. Forty three to thirteen. I I don't think that the loss is as shocking as the the magnitude of the loss. You know what I mean? If they'd lost the Titans thirteen to sixteen, I'd have been like, oh, okay, like, you know, they got a mesh and everything like that, but thirty points. God, it just it blew my mind. And it would
0: have been the biggest deficit if it hadn't been for the Ravens and Dolphins final 59
1: to 10 this Dolphins team man holy crap well you know we looked at it at halftime what what game we We are watching the Browns game yeah and halftime it rolls across the screen it says like oh I don't even remember it's like 43 to 3 or just something god awful and we were like well that's not looking good we turned to it for like five seconds. But the the one bright spot, the only thing I'll say about this game, other than that the Dolphins just need to accept that they're tanking the year away, Lamar Jackson looked good. He looked really good. He missed three passes. That's the, it. The thing that surprised me surprised me rather about the way
0: the media handled this game is, you know, Lamar Jackson, chip on his shoulder, salt to the earth, everyone telling him he's supposed to be a running back or wide receiver. You know who started that idea? Media members. Like who among us, that's a common fan watching college football when he was back at Louisville, is thinking that Lamar Jackson should not have been a, a quarterback. That's utter bullshit. And if he can use that, I guess, as fuel to get through the season and lead the Ravens to a uh, you know a, a playoff berth, or at this point, it looks like maybe a division championship because that division is not it's not strong. Looks awful with the Steelers getting their bell rung and then you know Cleveland obviously having its
1: issues. Lamar Jackson could be in the playoffs this year. When he only ran three times for six yards he made precise <laughs> passes that looked good. It was against the Dolphins so like we can't get excited about that because I think I might be able to do that against the Dolphins. It's just <laughs> <a fun>. obviously <laughs> exaggeration but they he did look a lot better than I was expecting and I think that I I think that he could be more than what we thought he was going to be. You know, the Dolphins are trying to tank, and God damn, they did a great job. <laughs> Speaking of quarterbacks doing differently than we expected, though, the Falcons-Vikings, while the Vikings somehow won that game by 16, I didn't get to watch most of it. I've watched some of the highlights. Kirk Cousins threw 10 passes, and that's it. So Kirk Cousins is one of those guys who you expect the
0: box score to be something like, 34 completions out of 58 passes, but 10 passes, I don't know what the, (coughs) excuse me, I don't know what the conversation was or the game plan was, but if you had told me before the game that Kirk Cousins was only going to throw 10 passes, I would say that he either A, got hurt, or B, the Vikings
1: got absolutely demolished, but it turns out the Falcons are bad. Well, they had, they had three turnovers, which really killed them. I also all thirteen of their or all sorry all twelve of their points were scored in the fourth quarter. Garbage time. I mean, it's I don't even think this was a twenty eight to twelve game. I think it was a twenty eight to zero game that they were just like, yeah, go ahead, go they, ahead and have let a the, uh, foot off the gas, I guess. But boring, terrible, terrible game. Then we watch. Did we watch any of it? No, not a single minute. I don't think we did. I watched all the highlights and everything and looked at everything. But then you have the AFC least. Bills at Jets. (laughs) I've never. I I feel really bad by not ever having heard that. So I don't. I don't like the Patriots. I don't think I've
0: ever given any inclination that I'm a I'm a big Belichick or Brady guy. But the fact that these guys get to play six games against the freaking Jets, Bills, and Dolphins is complete and utter horseshit. But this game, seventeen to sixteen, Bills. Josh Allen turned the ball over a couple of times. Uh, Four times. He fumbled twice. Not
1: great. Oh. Not great, but, but eh, boring game, not great. But a win is a win. A W is a, a W. And it was a comeback win that Josh Allen, I think, I believe that all four of his turnovers are before the fourth quarter, and he closed it out well, enough, you know? Redskins, uh, Eagles, you,
0: as a fan of the Cowboys, you're going to have to play both of these, these teams. Eagles win 32-27, Carson Wentz looked Pretty good. Looks like he's a little healthy. He's on my fantasy team, so I'd appreciate the points. Although Dak, my starter yesterday, really came to the clutch, even though I got absolutely eviscerated in fantasy football. But,
1: Andrew, of will, these two
0: teams, who are you scared to face? Well, no, I
1: will I will get back to the Dak being on your fantasy thing, because I love that. Seeing you be a Cowboys fan for a night was awesome. Uh, but I think what was good about this game is the Eagles had to come back to win this. They, I believe, were were not playing well at the beginning. They played better. But I don't think the Redskins are anything of a team. And the fact that the Eagles had to do that much of a comeback, I'm starting to feel more like we have four free wins between those two teams, maybe three, even if we just get three out of four and lose one to the Eagles. Wait, did you just say that the Redskins aren't a team? Yes. You know
0: who's starting for the uh, Redskins at quarterback? My boy Case Keenum. The University of Houston product representing and holding it down for the H. But, again, Eagles over Redskins. If you're a Cowboys fan, look at that result. And it's got to entice you a little bit because neither of those teams looked very good. I know. So, you know, it's... uh, You know, Cowboys have, you got to believe in, you got to believe in it.
1: Rams, Panthers. I can't believe I get to hear you say that. Uh, Don't get used to it. Insane. This Cowboys blanket that you have avoided, like the plague that has been in my, in our living room for, for months that your mother made me shout out that, that is amazing. She had to sit there and actually touch that cloth being a, being a Houston uh, Texans fan. I love that. Well, she had to burn her hands like uh, with with dry (laughs) ice, like Antonio Brown's, uh, feet and the hyper was it? I almost said hyperbolic chamber, whatever it is. Oh the Rams, Panthers, the next one we have on there. Rams beat the Panthers by only three, and Todd Gurley looked terrible. He had he ended up having a decent looking game, but if you looked at the first half, I think he had six yards. It might i might be dude, a little off on there.
0: His knees done, man. That's this is why you don't pay running backs. He got paid. Todd
1: Gurley two years ago
0: talk of the town. Coming into last season, him and golf, that team was supposed to... I mean, and they were very good. Don't get me wrong. They went to the freaking Super Bowl to get, you know, demolished by New England. But Todd Gurley is not the same dude he was a couple of seasons ago. And this is what happens, you know. You give a running back a good piece of your cap space. You can't pay other pieces. Plus, who else besides offensive linemen are getting hit on every single play? running back their job is to barrel into other human beings (laughs) literally that's what they get paid to to do rather i don't know it sucks Gurley is you know very talented it it it's a it's a shame that he is as hurt as he looks he looked terrible he looked god awful but you just don't pay running backs and i hope oh my god i can't believe i'm admitting this and if you're a Texans fan or you have any you know hate of Dallas, please skip ahead thirty seconds. I hope that the Zeke thing turns out because I'm not gonna not gonna lie, I like Zeke. Uh, he's had his problems. You like Zeke because he's on your fantasy. Uh, hand up, Ezekiel Elliott is my starting running back in fantasy, but I like the kid. He's a he's a he's a talent. He's fun to watch. He makes that team better. The NFL is better when more stars are playing, and Ezekiel Elliott is a bona fide superstar. If he could get his stupid ass off the field
1: Small problems, drama things.
0: Small, but if you're wearing that star on your helmet, everything you do is under a microscope. So if he can figure his stuff out, I think, you know,
1: it'd, be, it'd be a stark difference from what Todd Gurley has done with his contract, but he also did get injured, which is not his fault necessarily, but it is the reason you don't pay running backs. Let's skip ahead. Speaking of Zeke, Giants, Cowboys. (laughs) We watched that entire
0: game, basically from start to finish. Give me 30 seconds to just let you know how I feel. You're supposed to give me four Mm. minutes, you give me eight, so I'll give you a whole minute.
1: I think this is obviously the game I watched most intently. I don't think I left but for five minutes to go get something to eat during the game. But... Dak looks like he has been the best, like, the the goodest. Is that the word? I don't know. Over the... <laughs> the goodest. I know it's not a word, but, like, he's just... He's acted the most, like, he wants to improve over the summer, it looks like. His line... Re- like, his reads at the line of scrimmage were phenomenal. He had several plays where he just caught them. Like, he got them off guard. He, he didn't have to... He didn't have to do anything on the run to do that. He just, he read it at the line. Uh, Other than two awful throws, his deep accuracy was really a lot better. I remember you getting mad about him missing a pass that was very open. And then he made just this ridiculous pass to, I think it was Jarwin, just caught it like in in the smallest of areas. It was so beautiful. 400 yards, four touchdowns, and a perfect passer rating. I just don't, are we going to the Super Bowl? I think so. I think we're going to go to the Super Bowl. And we play the Patriots later this year. If we can just win that game, I'll be 10 times more confident about it. But it was it was so – I think my favorite part of the game was watching you cheer for Dak Prescott getting completions, unless those completions went to Amari Cooper because Amari Cooper was against you in fantasy. It was just amazing. And then aside from the first New York Giants drive, our defense looked like they did last year. I mean, they looked phenomenal besides that first drive. I was a little worried after that because New York just drove on us or sorry on them. That's I'm not on the team. Uh, so New York just drove on them and they weren't really given them much pushback. But after that, it was over. There was no, uh, no question in my mind after their second drive that they were, they were done.
0: I was a little worried when Saquon Barkley broke off that run on his first carry in the game. But the fact that the Cowboys held him relatively in check, it's one of those where you're, you're going to let some water seep through, but you just can't open the floodgates when you're facing a back like Saquon, who I think is the most talented running back we've seen since Adrian Peterson. I, you know, that's a win. 17 points given up. I'm sure that s- some garbage time statistics accrued by New York, but overall... 10, 10 of them were in garbage time. So, I think that's a, a hell of a win. Dak but- is about to get paid, according to Jerry Jones. And even more of your cap is going to be tied into your skills players, which, I you know, I don't know about the Dak situation. I, do you pay him? Do you not? It's sort of a damned if
1: you do, damned if you don't.
0: But yesterday, he looked
1: so good. I think I'm more team paid Dak now only because of the the morale of the team. If we lost Dak somehow, it's just going to hurt the team quite a bit. Even if he's not maybe the best quarterback to flourish, he is the most relatable, the most likable on the team. And to follow Tony Romo and then be this well-liked by the entire Dallas fan base now, like it's, just, it's impressive to me. I think he's done a lot. If you don't pay Dak, who's going to start in all those Campbell's Chunky Noodle Soup commercials. Chunky Soup commercials, man. <laughs> uh, speaking of Zeke, we, we tied him into Melvin Gordon with their holdouts. Uh, Colts Chargers. Chargers win 30-24. to 24. Uh, Colts did better than I thought. I do think uh, that their quarterback is... Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. He's, he's, he's better than people were giving him credit for. Actually, Bill Simmons said that too. That he thought that he was going to be better than we thought. He had a decent game. Not great. Uh, their whole team... Like only lost by six. Sorry, the the uh, Colts only lost by six points to the Chargers. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling with them being in your division? So
0: I remember the first time I ever saw Jacoby Brissett play. The Patriots were playing the Texans, and Brady was suspended for the Deflate Gate thing, and I think Garoppolo got hurt. And we get this kid Jacoby Brissett, and I thought, oh, third string quarterback. That's going to be nothing. Texans are going to walk all over this team, and he just diced us up. He because he's a uh, he's quick on his feet. I think he's a good. I think he's a pretty average quarterback, and I think he has room to improve. A little bit of higher ceiling than say I don't know like uh, like a Ryan Fitzpatrick type. But the fact that the Colts can go from a guy like Andrew Luck, who is a franchise quarterback, and eh, who unless you've been living under a rock the last couple of weeks, you know that he retired sort of abruptly because he's injured. I think that's very lucky for the Colts. And I think this team is probably 7-9, and 8-8, eight and eight, which might be good enough to win the AFC South. Although, after yesterday's result against the Browns, the Titans look pretty good. I don't think you can give too much or pay too much mind to
1: week one results because it's one game. But Brissett, he's not bad. I well, we like got, him. We got the Texans game tonight. I don't think you can give him the AFC South yet, uh, because we have to see how they play. And honestly, as long as the Saints don't cover that six and a half point spread, I'm still counting that as a positive for your t- uh, for the Texans. They they can really stay in there. Uh, yeah. Lions Cardinals. Oh, uh, I wanted to go Bengals Seahawks, but you can go Lions Cardinals. We'll they, go they back. Did. We watched we watched that game. Well, the only reason I want to talk about Bengals Seahawks is because of the end of that game where they straight robbed the Bengals of an incomplete pass. They called it a fumble. Mm You remember Andy Dalton clearly, so clearly, even the the NFL pro, I forgot his name, pro analyst from New York was like, oh, they're definitely going to call this an incomplete pass. Or whatever his name is. They're definitely going to call it an incomplete pass. His arm was going so far forward before they touched it. And they call it a fumble, even though it went like 10 yards. I just don't don't get that. That's the only thing I wanted to say is what a – terrible call to go to replay watch that happen and still make your terrible call not great i feel bad and andy dalton's washed anyway i don't think he needs to be playing in the nfl anymore give cap a chance as a former
0: ginger i will stand
1: by my can't be former if you're still redheaded rude (laughs) unnecessary uncalled but we can move on to lions cardinals the only tie of week one and actually somewhat interesting to watch hey uh nfl fix your freaking overtime rules. Are you kidding me? There should be Are no way. Are you
0: kidding me? We're, it's the year of our Lord, 2019, and we still have ties in the National Football League? I mean, we watched... Which game was it? The overtime we were watching at the bar last weekend with college. That's that's so electric and so fun to watch. And then you have the NFL where
1: it's like we can end in a tie. It,
0: just that doesn't, is,
1: it doesn't make sense that any professional sport can end with no winner to me. So un-American. And even if there is a winner, their overtime rules are garbage. They should be run, if not exactly like the uh, NCAA, something like that, but there should be an equal chance for everyone to win, and there should not be a tie. How would George Washington feel about a tie? (laughs) If the American Revolution came
0: down to it and both sides were like, you know what? We'll just take a tie. We'd be eating fish and chips right now. (laughs) Like, fix it, Raj. Fix it. But the like key is, he is one of the most reviled people in the sports world. You know how you could start to sort of build up your public image a little bit. Fix NFL overtimes. There should be no ties. However, Kyler, he, he bounced back. Fifty-eight passes. Yeah, that's too much. That if was he, a if lot. A young quarterback. And look. Cliff Kingsbury, the Cardinals head coach who went from Texas Tech, and I think we can both agree, should not be coaching that team. Oh, no. If you're an average coach at a middle-tier Big 12 program and you can't go above 500, and you let Baker Mayfield walk, you shouldn't
1: be coaching in the NFL. You should not be coaching in the NFL. It was nice to see that they gave Kyler the chance to just throw it, just do what he wants, although it did not – result in a win it didn't result in a loss he needs to get those throws down they need to get they they need to give him a chance to throw did you see how quick he was they were getting to him every time yeah he didn't have a lot well that team is terrible you know what it reminds me of the anytime we have a
0: tie and specifically this tie when honestly the cardinals should have lost that game the lions had it wrapped up and they just pissed away the game down the stretch patricia the lions head coach with his stupid ass pencil in his ear just said you know what I don't really want to win this game. It's not that big of a deal to me. Let's, let's go 0-1. I, like, at least that has to be his thought process. It reminds me of the Bad News bearers line with Billy Bob Thornton when he says, you know, a lot of people say when you tie, it's like kissing your sister. But in our case, it's like kissing a really hot stepsister. And if you're Cliff Kingsbury, I think that's where you walk in the locker room and stay because that team is
1: god-awful. And the fact that they, you're raising your hand. You lost me completely on this analogy. I don't know if it's because I'm hungry, but I don't, I don't know what that analogy even meant. If when you tie, it look, it,
0: it feels like kissing your sister. Well, why? I don't know. That's I feel just like what that's they a loss. say. Have you ever tied anything before? I don't have a sister. <laughs> have you ever tying? We used to, when I was playing select baseball. There was a couple of games we would we would tie and. I remember just getting in the car and honestly, I felt worse about tying than losing because it's just like, okay, we, like there's, I would rather get my ass kicked than get a freaking tie. I'm sure if you're in the Cardinals organization and you're like, yeah, guys, this is a moral victory. <laughs> like, no, dude, I would rather get my neck stepped on and just my ass completely clapped than tie a freaking game in the National Football League. Fix. The overtime system. It is long overdue. And this isn't a hot take or anything. A lot of people agree with this, but I I don't know. This is just crazy. If you work for the NFL front office or you're working for corporate, you're you're one of Roger Goodell's little little stoolies. Give the people what they want. It'd be very easy to get in the good graces of fans because I I don't know if you know this or not. Everybody hates Roger Goodell. But -hmm. if he comes out tomorrow and says, you know what? We're going to fix the playoffs or the, excuse me, the overtime system.
1: I think everybody would agree on that. Well, I think we've spent too long on two irrelevant teams. So 49ers bucks again, two pretty irrelevant teams for the year. Although I'm a big uh, fan of the idea of Garoppolo going out there and killing it in which they did 31 to 17. That was pretty good. He didn't have like a stellar game, but it was not a bad game by any means. James had two pick sixes. He is so disappointing, and he
0: ever since he did that whole eat the W thing, I've yeah, just, I
1: feel like just since that moment, the eat the W just, curse. I've sometimes I try to do that in my head, and I'm like, <laughs> I cannot imagine thinking that that is just like a, a a motivating thing to do in front of people. Like if I go to work tomorrow and I tell my team, we're gonna get this W today. <laughs> I just I can't imagine that. I hope that right. sound we in another that in
0: another life. Say you're an offensive lineman for the Bucks, and <laughs> Jameis Winston is your quarterback. He's like you know, getting everybody hyped before a game. You're just like your jazz, you're, your adrenaline's pumping through, and he comes into the huddle and says, "Guys, we're gonna go out there and win Wednesday. We are gonna eat that W." I feel like you kind of look at him and be like, "Wait,
1: what the fuck?" I'm letting that I'm letting that defensive end right past me on the first play to just <laughs> jam him up. Let's get the let's get the the second string in here because this guy has no clue what he's doing. He's
0: already concussed, obviously. <laughs> um,
1: oh, I think that, we're I think we're on the final the nightcap the the game that I was like I I knew the Patriots would win, but I was really hoping it would be closer because they're too pretty good teams i obviously the patriots are a very good team but the Steelers, i feel like did not live up to what they wanted we turned it off at halftime yeah
0: it was very unwatchable uh big ben looks bad antonio brown obviously not on that team anymore he gets to laugh all the way to the bank ben in the post game was asked how do you feel about antonio getting paid but or you know getting a contract with new england said who cares bro you should care your offense looked like trash you let two skills players walk Last year looked okay, but how do you rationalize a thirty three to three defeat at a team that you should probably be facing in the AFC Championship game, rather? It makes no sense to me that you're just so nonchalant. Big Ben I I, I can't stand the dude. That team looked terrible. It was borderline unwashable because the Patriots play this very
1: I don't want to say boring it's type of offense. It's just like the Spurs of the NBA.
0: It's like five to seven yard dump offs on the the you know they uh, get thirty yards a piece though. Yeah, it's it, it's Belichick man. He knows what he's like. I said chess first checkers. He knows exactly what he's doing. But the product last night was very disappointing. All said and done though, yeah. Did you, you end up?
1: Did you end up getting? Uh, did any points at all for that Edelman thirty-two yard pass? I did, I did. That okay. was that was pretty sweet. That was fun to watch, yeah. and I don't know how they didn't see that What's coming. What's
0: crazy to me is all these commentators. Anytime that Edelman gets shown on the TV, they're like, "He played quarterback in college, folks." I don't know if you realize this, like, oh my, oh my god, uh, dude. Ninety-five percent of people who have are watching this game have watched every single football game football game for the last ten years. It's like when you get to like uh, Jimmy Graham. It's like he played, he played basketball in college, folks. He's going up for that. It's so tired, and if you're an announcer, be better. Like we know Edelman played quarterback in in college. Congratulations, and that was cool.
1: But how much skill does it take to throw a ball ten yards downfield accurately? Not very much. Well, yeah, but it w- it was fun to watch, and the fact that they didn't see that coming with all of the the four linemen on the left side, and then uh, was it Sony Michelle that caught it? no surely not sorry Sony Mitchell uh I can't remember who caught it but uh the the one bright spot of the game that I did enjoy I had to look at it after because I didn't watch it Tom Brady had four receivers with over 50 yards he was spreading the love it wasn't just Josh Gordon it wasn't just Edelman he was spreading it out I I don't know man some people say he's a system quarterback I okay (laughs) uh defend yourself. I'll get that in there eventually. Uh, you know what? You know, why don't we take a break? We'll come back and talk about Tom Brady being a system quarterback. So listen, I know that I took this take from uh sports talk Joe on Twitter, but he pointed it out and I just cannot look away from it. I do honestly believe that most quarterbacks in the NFL could flourish in this system that Bill Belichick has built, because it is consists it consists of mostly under ten yard passes. And if you you saw Tom Brady last night, he could not throw a ball more than ten yards accurately so many times. Yes, he's forty two, but it has and yes, he used to be able to throw a deep ball. Dak can throw a deep ball like it's it is it is a hundred percent. The system, in my opinion, whether that's a, a cold take, hot take, I don't really care. He might have six championships. He wouldn't have six championships on the 49ers. He wouldn't have six championships on the Cowboys. He wouldn't have six championships on the Texans. He has six championships because of the team that surrounds him. Also, deflate gate, spy gate, and now they're tampering to get another receiver. Julian Edelman takes PEDs. There is something to say. The tuck rule, there are so many things wrong with everything, D. Ford being a yard, a mile off sides last year for no reason did not affect the play, cost them the AFC Championship for the Chiefs. It just everything goes Tom Brady's way. It's like your week that you've had in reverse. Everything has gone wrong for hey, you this buddy. week, but everything has gone right for Tom Brady for his entire career. That's why he can be forty-two because when does he take a hit? And when he does, the Tuck rule. It just doesn't. Everything is is just. It goes in Tom
0: Brady's favor. There's an ex- easy explanation for all of this. It's it's the greatest coach in the history of the National Oh, State.
1: I absolutely agree. Bill Belichick is the greatest coach in history. Took a losing team, went straight to the Super Bowl. He's now gone to the Super Bowl, I think, nine total? No, sorry, eight total times because they've only lost to the Giants. No, nine times because they lost to the Eagles, too. So they've gone nine times out of the last, I think, 20 years, 19 years. It's incredible. What's wild to me is that you're you're very passionate about this, and the thing
0: is, if you were I don't know a, a, a Texans fan or a fan of an AFC franchise, I, I don't know maybe the Steelers, I would understand this. But your hate of Tom Brady is unwarranted and rather unjustified, my friend. And we don't really disagree very often, psych. Like we disagree pretty much on everything, but I hate Tom Brady. I despise him. I'm very envious of his law in life because he's a goofy-looking, flabby boy from Michigan who should not have fallen into the system that he fought. Fall- he should have been like, a, like honestly, a guy like Ryan Leaf. Well, minus the substance abuse and whatnot. <laughs> uh, or, a, I don't know, just your run-of-the-mill average white quarterback, like Matt Liner. You know, he, w- he was okay in college, or Matt Liner was very good in college, but you come into the league, it just
1: doesn't make sense to you. However, he gets Bill fucking Belichick as his coach. Well, you gave me my time to make my hot take, cold take, whatever you want to call it, although it's accurate no matter what anyone thinks. I will give you a little bit of time. You have Texans-Saints, which has actually just kicked off. Yeah, we're gonna I'm sure p- you don't want to do this podcast anymore right now because you want to see the Texans get mollywopped by the Saints. But tell me your thoughts. I'm excited. Yeah, we're going to wrap this up pretty soon. Uh, you know, Texans, baby.
0: I want you to go... Four and twelve. I'm gonna do a little
1: ASMR for the Houston Texans. Please don't, Bill O'Brien. People have to listen to this. You gotta not exactly. ASMR. They, it.
0: I'm giving them the people what they want, Andrew. Bill O'Brien, CEO. I'm just kidding. Houston Texans are gonna go four and twelve. Why do you want that? You don't have a pick. I because fuck Bill O'Brien. That's why. Oh, you want to get him out of there? Okay, Mister Mister O'Brien. I take that back. I don't actually dislike you as a person and whatnot, but the fact that The Texans gave away all this talent in Jadavion Clowney and future draft picks for some less-than-stellar linebackers and Laramie Tunsil is so, so sad to me. I understand you have to protect the franchise quarterback, but Jesus H, the way they handled this Jadavion Clowney thing just shows how inept this front office, and the thing is, there's not even a front office. The team doesn't have a general manager. Bill O'Brien is calling the shots. Speaking of Bill Belichick, you know, the only reason that he gets as much liberty as he does is because he's a disciple of Belichick, and everybody says, oh, if you work for Belichick, you know, obviously you're going to be... Cast on his knowledge and infinite wisdom. How did that work out for Matt Patricia yesterday? I was just about to bring up Matt Patricia. It's, it's, not, it's not working. It's so stupid. As a guy like Belichick, he keeps so much stuff close to the vest because when his fledglings go off into the world and the, the mama bird kicks the birdies out of the nest, you know what his bird, little birdie, baby birds do? They fall to the ground, crash and burn. So, <laughs> But all of a sudden, like Bill O'Brien is supposed to be this godsend. You know what he's given the Texans? Nine and seven records... Over and over and over again. I don't actually think the Texans are gonna go four and twelve this season because And first round exits. And first round exits. That wild card game against the goddamn Cincinnati Bengals every single freaking season. I don't think the Texans are gonna go four and twelve anymore. They they're probably gonna go eight and eight, nine and seven, seven and nine, somewhere around there, which arguably is worse. But typically you say that because at least you'll have a good draft pick. However, the Texans made sure. They will not have any draft picks this year because at least we got freaking Laramie Tunsil to protect Deshaun Watson. I
1: hope. I hope I can just like freezing cold takes this pod and the Texans come out and just kill it. I know you also hope the same thing. like in the in your heart of hearts, you want them to win, but. I, I, I understand the pessimism because I'm not super confident. I'm doing some reverse psychology. Remember last season we went on
0: our little seven-game win streak yeah, and, and I you said, Texans to the Super Bowl. Now I'm saying
1: Texans are going to be terrible. Little trick. Texans well,
0: might be going to the Super Bowl. There's only
1: one more game to talk about, and I don't even know if there's a point. Broncos, Raiders. Who gives a shit? Uh, I am interested to see Joe Flacco in a different team, mm-hmm. but not that interested. Like, It's so... Uh, this game does not seem relevant. It's at the Raiders, uh, the which, by the way, their new stadium, we saw that in Las Vegas. Yeah, we did. That thing looks scary. It looks huge. It looks amazing. But they're not there yet. I get that. But I don't see anything exciting about this. Do you? Let's do something. Let's both pick our projections
0: for both games. And the winner gets two minutes on the next pod to just brag and
1: put down the other. We can come up with some better results than that, but sure. yeah. Well, Texans-Saints, I'm calling Saints by 14. Okay, final though, just because if it gets down
0: to brass stack. Because I think the te- the Saints are going to absolutely destroy the Texans as well. Final score,
1: 28-14? Oh, shoot. I was going to go higher, okay, to be go. honest. Um, I was going to go 35-21. Okay, I'm going to go 28. 20- Ew. you gotta you gotta think. Fast. No, I'll go th- I'll go thirty to sixteen. Thirty to sixteen. I'm yes. writing these down because I will cash in. Uh, so we actually have pretty close ones. So you're calling a fourteen point game as well. Correct. But both of us are calling the Saints winning. Okay, Denver, Oakland. Um, oh shit, I don't even know to be honest. I don't even who if I had to pick because it is at the Raiders. I'm gonna call Raiders by by. By six, I hate to go that high, but I'm going to do it. Okay. By six, and I'm going to call it it's a 16-10 uh, to 10 game. I'm going to go Denver 24-14 to 14 over Oakland. 24-14? I, th- I
0: think that John Gruden has been absolutely... His head is just in a tizzy. He's going to come out, and that team will have no identity. I mean, Derek Carr is still their quarterback. I think that they are going to have a god-awful season personally
1: but you just wait oh you think no oh, Denver I'm sorry I Correct. typed that in wrong so I have I'm Oakland winning a, I'm not a Joe Flacco guy but I think a change
0: of scenery will actually do him some good uh well where's that-
1: Trevor Seaman
0: <laughs> that holy shit that's good the the Ravens you know They've got their quarterback, or it seems like they have their quarterback of the future. Joe Flacco was kind of kicked out of that that franchise. He
1: did well with them while he was there until last year. Yeah. But
0: the Broncos haven't had a quarterback in a hot minute. And John Elway is running that franchise into the freaking dirt. But I think that, at least for the first half of the season... That could be an intriguing team, and tonight I think that Oakland stands zero chance.
1: Well, last thing I want to know, but then I'll let you watch your precious Texans get their ass kicked, thirty-five to twenty-one. Uh, looking forward to twenty-nineteen season. What's your can I, I say, if you have three, give me three. I have three things I'm looking forward to. I want to hear what yours are. The young quarterbacks. Uh, you look at around the
0: league, there's so much talent around here. I feel like there was a five-year stretch where we were talking about the same quarterbacks over and over and yeah. over again. Tom, there's, Ben, and, and, and uh, oh my God, what Peyton? the heck is wrong with me? There's been uh, a little yeah, bit sorry. of a renaissance, and guys like Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson, eyes uh, of yesterday, Kyler Murray, uh, even Sam Darnold, and and uh, you look around the league at Deshaun Watson to keep it a little bit localized. There's so much talent here with the young crop of quarterbacks. What are you gonna say? You skipped Dak out Dak. Oh, Christ. But you, I mean, you're not wrong though. There's so many intriguing young quarterbacks who are fun to watch. They're marketable. They're quick, and you know I'm a big fan of. I, I liked what we saw with the guys like we just touched on Brady. Breeze, Manning, Rodgers, Roethlisberger. That was fun. But there was, like I said, a little bit of a gap where you're getting all these really crappy quarterback prospects. But I feel like the new crop of guys are going to be really fun. And they're not afraid to be a little bit of... uh, They have a little edge to them. They're kind of divas, which I don't don't hate. As long as they're not being a little uh, over-the-top... Or be over the top, I guess. But not when they're demanding the spotlight and all the attention. Like, uh, I don't know, Antonio Brown. Which, you know, he's a wide receiver, obviously. But if you can sort of toe that line between being just another guy with a jersey and a helmet on and just a full-blown diva a la, I don't know, Terrell Terrell Owens, Antonio Brown, Chad Ochocinco. I'm mentioning a lot of wide receivers here. But you don't see the quarterbacks try to be that you know, superstar and have this personality where you're captivated. Like, Baker Mayfield is so fun to watch on and off the field. And I think guys like that really make the game better. So that's my take. I'm very excited to see these young quarterbacks sort of grow and develop and continue to command headlines.
1: You didn't even mention my favorite quarterback that doesn't play for the Cowboys right now. Which is? Patty Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. He played – did we even talk about them? What's crazy to me is – I think we skipped that game. I don't –
0: We did. Don't really put him in the same – which is wild. I don't put him in the same category as some of these other guys because I think he's so far advanced. And, you know, going being a little bit revisionist here, Patrick Mahomes is a freaking talent. He is so fun to watch. He's got a great team around him in terms of offense. Their defense is – a little porous but it was better yesterday they played better yesterday I think that's a really good team if you're it's kind of I don't know I I want your take on this you know how I always complain about the NBA and how you kind of know where the dominoes are going to fall before the season Mm -hmm. doesn't this kind of have the feel of
1: a Chiefs Patriots AFC championship yeah I mean I'm excited for a Chiefs Patriots AFC championship I hope it's not the Patriots to be honest I hope it's the Chiefs. But like yesterday, the Chiefs were being the Chiefs. Mahomes deserves a ton of credit for it, but it it is never just him. Sammy Watkins had almost 200 yards. I think he was two yards short of 200 yards. I think three touchdowns, if I'm not crazy. And they made your Jacksonville defense, I think, have negative points in your fantasy team. Yeah, like negative five points. We
0: don't need to talk about my fantasy results because they were not good.
1: But I think that Mahomes is what I'm looking forward to second most this season other than – the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl for the first time since 1995, 96. They – I just – I think that they're going to be – the Chiefs are going to be so phenomenal, again, because it's – and like I said, it's not just Pat Mahomes. Their offense is just fully loaded with this young talent, and they're fun to watch. Like, I don't don't see a highlight from Pat Mahomes. I'm not like, holy crap, that was fun, you know? The dude is – fantastic now i do want to go to the super bowl i do want the cowboys to go to the super bowl and that is the only reason i don't want the chiefs there you know give us the dolphins no uh <laughs> but i i think that i would actually rather face the patriot oh, no no i wouldn't i'd rather face the chiefs than the patriots dude but- if if bill belichick got to
0: i don't know stand against jason garrett that's like a complete david versus goliath big brother little brother jason garrett is a you know he's he's fine but his excellent and, x's and o's lack a little bit of something i don't know what it is but his game management is a little little pitiful
1: but Vers- imagine that we're the team that dethrones the patriots because i think that yes the eagles did beat them most recently in the super bowl and that was amazing eli manning's done it a couple times as well but i mean but like, most recently because those weren't really sure. dethroned because he wasn't 42 years old but I think his next loss in the Super Bowl or his next loss in the playoffs, I think I think that's it. And I I would love to be that team. I would I love it. S- I could
0: see it happening. I you know, as much as I should on the Cowboys, I don't hate them. I I think they're kind of fun to watch at times. I I don't like Jerry Jones very much, and I think most people outside of Dallas don't, don't like Jerry Jones. I like don't Jerry much. Jones. But <laughs> Living in DFW, I think it would be a lot of fun to see all the hype built around this team, and if y'all pay Dak, then that'll just completely add to the narrative, and the Cowboys once again win again, because Jerry Jones, although you can say what you will about him, the dude knows how to make a lot of money.
1: Well, at this point right now, um, I'm we're going to definitely have to wrap it up because your boy Deshaun Watson through one quarter has six yards. Woo! Uh, and Drew Brees has 66 yards. With an interception. But it's all zero to zero, tied up. Let's go watch the last three quarters. We'll be back later this week. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will catch you next time. Go Cowboys. see them, I
0: on a board